Hey guys, this is Ian. Boy, howdy, it's been a second or two since you've heard from us. We missed you. Uh, we also missed our upload date uh, by about a week and a day or so. Also, our social media's been a little quiet. It's like we fell off a cliff. Well, to keep you on the loop, this is kind of what's been happening. That's just kind of an explanation for that. Not an excuse, but an explanation. They both start with E, but they mean different things. First and foremost, let's tackle the episode delay and how that in itself has kind of led into its own thing, which is a new release schedule. So me, Ian, this guy, this is our editor. And while I was working pretty aggressive 60-hour work week, four days a week, that kind of fit with our editing and upload schedule. So it was actually, I was, I was working a lot for four days, and then I had three days to kind of get everything else I needed to get done in my life, including this podcast. And it was working out pretty good. Uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances, this guy, Ian, the editor, is doing some job hopping. So I'm getting settled. I'm getting trained. I'm getting used to a new routine. So the podcast is taking a hit in terms of time management. So because of this, we, as Dicey Outcomes, trust me, it wasn't me. Otherwise, I would, I my vote was to, I just needed to work harder. But we at Dicey Outcomes decided that pulling back the reins a bit and switching Dicey Outcomes to a once every two weeks release schedule is the new norm, at least for the new foreseeable short term. It's not what I wanted to do by any means, but it's what we're going to have to do. This will give us a lot of benefits. It'll let us stockpile episodes better. It'll free up our schedules a bit to make sure we're having better recording times, longer recording times, so I can separate the episodes better. It's it, it it's all around better. But if we want to get... I'm going off script here. This also means that our growth rate is going to go a lot slower. So word of mouth and personal recommendations are going to be key for us. So tell your friends, tell your family, anyone who you think would enjoy us. And if we're not doing a good job that you don't think we're worthy of being recommended to other people, let us know. That's our number one goal. If we're not doing a good job, you got to let us know. Otherwise, my head's just going to get inflated and it's going to be big. And I'll never find a hat that fits. You know, the problems I normally have anyway. This is why Ian doesn't go off script because then he doesn't know what to say. He thinks he's funny and he thinks he can improv, but he can't. So besides all that... We actually almost lost a player as well. So outside forces in their lives were making it impossible for them to keep playing, but that has since been resolved, and we're not losing any of the awesome players we have, which was a tremendous, tremendously awesome thing for the podcast. It was even better for our friend group since we all kind of really like each other. So good news there. We've also been contacting people in the Dungeons & Dragons creator space and keep an eye out. We'll be name dropping a few people in the future. You'll see our names out in about two. It's going to get pretty exciting. Lastly, and this is just for our listeners in Ohio. So I, I think most. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi, dad. We'll be partaking in a alternative family fun fair function or a alt F4. Okay, enough joking around. Anyway, we'll be at a local family fair. We'll have a booth. We'll be showing anyone who doesn't know about Dungeons and Dragons kind of the general idea and how to play it. This is a little personal PR stunt for Dungeons and Dragons as a whole. Not only that, it's a good trial run for what the next branch of Dicey Outcomes is going to be. 
but that is way down the line, so no use into going into it for anything but a tease. So with that all out of the way, please enjoy episode three of Dicey Outcomes, Barnes, Banks, and Bureaucrats. This episode of Dicey Outcomes is sponsored by Cursed Clover Dice. They have some of the best looking dice on Etsy. Go over there, check them out. When you fall in love, use the promo code Cursed Outcomes to save yourself some money. They are fantastic, cannot recommend them enough, and the first few orders using the promo code might get something special. Go check them out. They are fantastic, and that promo code, once again, is Cursed Outcomes. See you guys later. Enjoy the episode. Mallory's on the phone. She goes, Johnny, Johnny, I, 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 I really need some help. I, I've been pinched. Uh, I, I stole this really expensive looking thing. Now they're asking me, and they look really tough. Uh, have, have you considered begging and pleading for your life? And this is where divine intervention comes in. You guys need to go to Don Carlo. And you see that the halfling with his bodyguard are standing on the side as it flies away just place. As you guys got all hit by this orb, you are all kind of like looking around to each other in the days. Say Rivet, thanks Rivet, you all hear it. And he says, I wish for them to go back together. And the wish spell activates. Togal Viknova, um, which you know as a Kalashar is quarry language. I, I am not someone who takes kindly to people hurting people under my care. If you will wear my button in public. Kind of like leans in and he's like, I'm not gonna be around for a hot second. Uh, he actually like looks around and he's like, I can't tell you. I actually okay. shouldn't even tell you you can't be around. Remember, this is a, yeah, Ben can speak to mushrooms. Why not? Uh, ben, they're gonna tell you a secret. Like you hear the call of the mushrooms like in your head to tell you that there is a disturbance happening in the Mornlands. <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll start starting out with session notes. So after getting Mallory to safety, uh, the newly formed ragtag career leads my ability to know them telepathically. Uh, Don Carlo, the owner of the Carlo Diamond, agreed to help Mallory for whatever, for whoever and whatever was trying to hurt him. Uh, for now, the assumption that you guys are going to be doing a favor for him by checking the rogue figures only after Mallory was also hurt one of his employees the same day. Uh, you guys have until Monday to get this done. What day is it? Saturday. I think it's Saturday morning. Comes in on. Uh, so the current party goal is to find the rogue people um, with a Friar Tuck-like haircut. Just make a Friar Tuck. Uh, level up goals. Uh, to get to from level 3 to 4, you have to find out what caused the attack in Trade Fair. This is kind of meta knowledge, I don't know. Not anyone who's local would know about the big uh, event that happened in Trade Fair. If you'd like a reminder, I can tell you. Yes. <laughs> um, there was recently a magical attack um, from Unknown Origins and was able to uh, infect and hurt um, a number of people by turning them against one another. Like, women, men, women, children all viciously started attacking one another. Oh. There sure was the trailer. I remember this about it. You know, it's, yeah. But you guys don't know. So to get from level three to four, you have to find what is causing uh, cause the attack. Level four to five, whatever is causing it, stop it. For everyone wondering, yes, to get from level three to five, you have to wrangle and stop a cat. 
<laughs> Any cat. This is, this cat. That, that, that specific cat. <laughs> Just like Naruto. Just like Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can't stop him. <laughs> Caitlin. Jack Carter has been told by Jay, the member of the Twelve, that they need to watch their P's and Q's, and if any sign of causing trouble or not taking their, uh, this political office move professionally would result in, not necessarily said, but said uh, assassination. Um, Darcy can try to stop it. Uh, House uh, Lyrander knows about this and won't do you any favors in regard to stopping it, but they will not hinder you into seeking out this political um, So basically, say none, see none, speak no evil, hear no evil. Um, Don Carlo has also supported your campaign as well. I gave him a, I think I gave him two buttons. Two, gave him two Ooh, buttons, buttons too. Darcy, the only note I have for you is you checked in on your house. Yep. Your worst house has no other work for you. Nope, so I am all... Uh, J2K? Die two knives? Yep. Best fucking nickname I've ever come up with. Yep. Super nice and nice. Uh, <laughs> you had to leave early yeah. last session. Uh, but uh, we've just put you under the narcolepsy table and you're not waking up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you can kind of pick and choose where you want to go. Toadstool then has gotten information from mushrooms. There is something going down near the morning. Alright, here's the map of the city or the country. Whatever. Uh that big gray area is Mormon. Uh that was the city uh country previously known as Siri. Um and then a magical explosion during that hunt war is kind of clouded by a wall of fog from the ground to the sky. And um the assumption is magical forces are running amok. Uh, the official report has one because it's back alive. Nice. How long ago was that supposed to be? Like, was it weeks or months? Uh, the Mornland? The Mornland uh, usually takes place, usually when a campaign starts four years. I think for us in our session, six years ago. Um, and you guys are... It's giving me a magical nuclear fallout. There's the Dapper River down here in the bottom right hand corner. Mm -hmm. uh, Chart is located on the front. So you guys are in the country of Brayland, barely, apparently. Um, so you guys are in the bottom of the corner. You trying to get some more land? You can do whatever you want. I told you what to do. Get from level 3 to 4, 4 to 5. From there, have fun! <laughs> I know where, I know where these 9 to 10s are. <laughs> <laughs> Find them, friends. Until then, we're just winging it. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> that, I think, you behind me. Next time. Yeah, next. Sticky tape could hurt. If you have like a fork board, you can just use thumbtacks. But I did not have a fork board. Ash is on their way. I think that's where we're going to take this here in a second to go help the Griffin name something. What do you write for name now, did you? You didn't tell me anything. Son of a bitch, I forgot the name. He's getting named Mike Elm. Elm. We'll go with the tree. Elm. Elm. Uh, Bigsby is going to investigate the funny haired, funny haircut black robe people after Mallory, but he's also, uh, that has also seemingly hurt one of Don's employees. He's meeting a client at the House of Kundarak, main bank in Charm, which is located 
for David um, in the upper wards. Cran uh, Hibbron. Hibbron? There you go. Oh, that's cool. He's going to be right there. Okay. So it's going to take a hot minute to get that back to be left off because you go in there. And uh, for uh, Mandy, Nova, oh, Nova. From what we have, we're still trying to gather what happened to you uh, during your experience. Uh, while well, holding back, you're going to put a holes. Your telepathic ability uh, still work, but it's a considerable effort to get it. And with that, the last thing to leave, you are at the barn where the mouse of the race of the eight wings is being stored. Uh, the stall, whichever. Ben has fallen to his terrible, terrible case of narcolepsy and is now a sleeping robot. Uh, he's so cute when he sleeps. So uh, it is you for a hot minute. What do you want to do? You've basically been given the all clear. The the writer of Elm is on their way. Um, so can I check on the Griffin and figure out what's going on? Sure. What am I rolling? Uh, knowledge. We'll go with the knowledge major. You're not actually trying. Okay. Well, I rolled like shit. Go. You know it's a Griffin. I know it's a Griffin. I rolled a four. You know it's not a lot. Cool. Or a bird. Can I do a perception <laughs> check to see if there's anything that I can actively see is wrong with it? Yes. That's better. That's a 20, dirty 20. For perception, you, the easiest thing to be able to be seen without a check or anything uh, is going to be that the griffin seems to be easy. You can actually audibly hear a weak thing. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be the most apparent thing. Okay. It also doesn't seem super nervous about you approaching it. Um, you don't know if that's, it knows you're here to help or if it's just been trained really good attack and shape out there. <laughs> that's fair. Um, so then do I need to do like a knowledge medicine check to see if I can figure out what exactly is causing the breath? Yeah. I would go ahead and think Ben would be here helping you. Okay. So go ahead and just with advantage and the spirit of Ben. Ben's uh, currently possessed by mushrooms. Dirty 20. <laughs> they compel him. Yeah. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. So. Listeners, that's more sickness that Hannah has taught me. I was picturing rhinonymonitis, but that's a whole other thing. That's what I've into researching Griffin illnesses. That's it's pneumonia. That's basically what rhinonymonitis is. I'm more sick. It's not a horse, it's a lion bird. Completely different. <laughs> um. So then, do I need to talk to the writer when they arrive and tell them what's wrong? Uh, sure. They, they haven't showed up yet. They might know. They might know, but they could have just been like, fix him. 
Um, but for now, you don't know. That's all you can get with uh, with a really good medicine check. You know it's pneumonia, and it's uh, while it's not death sentence, it's not good. He shouldn't be racing. You would you would highly advise. Um, so are you gonna actively seek out the rider, or are you just around for him? What's your game? What's your game like? I thought the rider was coming to meet. He is. But the next I would wait yeah, for. You don't know where it's coming from. You know how long it's gonna take. They didn't give you an estimated time. Then I will wait at the stall. Okay, if you wait for another about seven or ten minutes, and uh, a pretty, prissy, half elf, uh, rider-looking dude comes up to you. He goes, um, "Will be a stand out." Nice to meet you. I'm Ash. Ash, you're from a uh, house. Uh, who's it? What's it? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> Tell me, what? Elf. He's got. A, he's a shoot. A face of the wind. <laughs> All day. He's super annoying. Because he has a pneumonia. Pneumonia, Moa. He shouldn't race. Oh, he's going to race. First of all, you're just gonna kill your mouth. If he dies after the finish line, oh well. He won't make it to the finish line. Oh, I think he'll make it to the finish line. He's a two-year champion. Just because that, he's uh, a two-year champion, doesn't Hannah, mean that'll be go the ahead list. and give me a... Uh, first of all, have fun with this person who doesn't like their animal. You're not local. Neither is Ben. Right? <laughs> I don't know what... God, we need... D&D 5e needs a knowledge level. <laughs> I can do it. It would probably be more like investigation. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You might be able to and just sub or just yeah, or straight intelligence check. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, give me the go ahead. Give me a, a straight intelligence check. So if I have no plus or negative to um, intelligence, it's just a straight up and down twenty yeah. roll, right? Okay, so that's an eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, you do know that Elm is probably if you had to pick because uh, you don't pay attention to race with eight wins that much, but it, it is a this race happened in Jarn. Uh, I believe it happened in your, um... Well, and since my house takes care of animals, I'm sure that... But they usually don't. They usually don't. Um, right, but I'm sure I'm at least aware of what happens. Yeah. Yeah, so it happens once every year, and Elm is the favorite to win. Elm has won the last two years in a row, and it wasn't by a margin. It was like by a few minutes, which in a race like that is... A lot of time. ...is decisively so. Um, with an 18, that's really good. Uh, with an 18, you also can... Between the um, ribbons on the outside of his stall and a few of the trophies, and now that she's done this uh, man's name is William, Elm, assumingly, has been stole from his previous owner to this William. Um, you don't know the family name. Obviously, they're going to have to have some money. Um, he's probably working on behalf of a minor noble family of a, uh, of a house, mm-hmm. but... Just um, in terms of racing, do they have, like, jockeys, or is the griffin just running them? It's jockeys. Um... Can't race, there's no jockey! That is a race! I'm trying to, like, also include Ben's character in this, because mm-hmm. I think Ben was here, uh, put in arbitrary... If it dies, it dies so well. Uh, <laughs> nothing's truly alive anyway. Black mask, emo kid. You definitely know that this person probably bought, this family probably bought Elm for the sole purpose of racing and winning. Uh, mm-hmm. It was an investment more than anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. You, you are charged to uh, give the best medical care that you can to this little griffin dude. And by little griffin dude, he is a particularly big griffin. 
Yeah. Um. Okay, so I can I try and persuade the rider to scratch this race because if he heals, then he will be once he's once he's healed or once he recovers, he will be more likely to win future races. Cool. It's going to be hard. Um, okay. Go ahead and do this with disadvantage. It's always assassination. <laughs> no, I didn't say kill. They just, you know, they happen to have like the nice ex- explosive diarrhea. I rolled a 15 and a 16. And then I have a plus four to persuasion. I started watching. That's incredible. Uh, with the 19, he. You can definitely see his eye twitch at the notion. Mm hmm. Or I could sedate the griffin. <laughs> Dude, turn the griffin into a person. Reverse Cusco. <laughs> Get him out of there. Uh, let's hear it's walking. I don't know if any of that kind of magic. I don't know if Ben has some magic mushrooms. <laughs> uh, as far as I know, no one has griffin to person spell. Okay. So. Man, that polymorphs level one. <laughs> he definitely seems very irritated at the even notion that you would um, suggest not race this race. He, you do see him turn his gears in his head a little bit, uh, but he does. And he says to you, and it's in a more respectful way, because um, he doesn't get more flies with me. Miss Ashton, we cannot do that. If he doesn't race, he will win. My family is like thousands and thousands of it's, it's something that will take us years, years and years to there are other races, and if you race him today, then you don't cross the finish line because right now he's not going to cross the finish line. He's sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're still going to be out that money. Mm-hmm. Or you can let him rest and recover and race him in the future and win money. Um. You have the choice of losing the money either way, but one, you still have an animal that you can eventually race and earn that money back. Or you have a dead animal and no money. He uh, falls over it and he pulls out a little book and he starts writing it. He can do a perception check to see what it is. Seven. Seven? Um, you know on the front. Oh, wait. Sorry. My perception is not the same as my persuasion. Uh, ten. <laughs> it um, is different. Not by a lot, but enough that it might matter. You don't see anything on the book except uh, a family customer. If you want to write down, say that you know it. Okay. It is apparently this person's uh, crest. Okay. Other than that, he starts scribbling some numbers down. You see him doing some math, and he goes, "I specifically hired you to come out here and fix it. From what I've been gathered, haven't done that yet. So if you don't mind, at least give it your best shot, and then we'll go for it. But it will not heal him in time for the race. Give him the medicine." Regardless, he needs And then from there, we'll go on and explore more options. Um, he's giving you a wishy-washy answer. Yeah. If you didn't. <laughs> and the griffin goes, Oh! <laughs> My house does not approve of cruelty to animals, so I will heal him if you promise not to raise him. So he's at, uh, are you going to report race? Yes, I will report you to the authorities that you are raising. You can report him to your house. The authorities don't. Okay, I'll report him to my house. Okay. 
Um, get our help in the future. Give me an intimidation check because you are trying to use your help to intimidate this man. Don't lie, you are. <laughs> I am, but hold up, I gotta figure out how to get back to my mm-hmm. skills and abilities. My father here. <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Yes. Okay. You have. You have. You have. Asli- I want. I don't, I don't want to say wounded. Yes. Um, if you're complying, which, let's be honest, take. Um, and he, uh, if you're currently not in it, uh, out. it was a very, uh, go on with it. And I, I don't want to talk to you anymore, kind of thing. He does have a jock now. It is like a like, straight olive green with bits uh, of gold, uh, kind of like a tight leather suit, um, kind of thing. Okay. Um, you do notice that on Jackie's pieces, you've seen a few walk by. There are um, emblems of uh, tokens embroidered on the vest, and you see there are feather gold tokens. Hmm. So that they fall, fall off the grip, they fall they off have really that. high. They have a few feather tokens. Okay. This black. So yeah, he leaves. Okay. In a huff. Huh. <laughs> I will give the the um, Griffin the medicine that Ben helped me to make. It hundred percent doesn't mean it. It's a mushroom. And birds and lions traditionally don't like mushrooms. I'm gonna get a rat and stick the medicine in a rat. Like I. Okay, sorry. Uh, just so you're aware, it's a big griffin. So you have several apple-sized mushrooms. Yeah, but you mince it all up and you make a medicine out of it. And one rat. Yeah. I mean, at the zoo, we give elephants uh, their meds in a Dixie cup with some Pepsi in it. Did you bring a rat? That was a no. <laughs> the barn, I'm sure we can find a rat. Get some fine rats. A seven. Do I see a rat? Or, sorry. I rolled a 12 plus a seven. I didn't say that very well. That's a like 12 points difference. My perception check is is a plus seven. So that's what nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Cool. <laughs> uh, it's far away. It's in the back. I go chase it. Doesn't like you. Can I throw a dagger at it? <laughs> Don't ride this animal. Hurt it. Stop. Yeah. I got it. Oh, little rat. It's a hit. Kill this creature. Thank you for saving another. That lost. Um, eight. Eight? Yeah. You hit the rat? You do not hit the rat, Eddie. <laughs> and take off. Uh, you can face him too, but the rat is dead. Ben is sleepy robot boy. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't care if anyone lives alive. He doesn't even think he's alive. <laughs> he prefers to be alive. But he's a druid, so he does care about things. <laughs> That's not a mushroom. <laughs> you can fool me. You can't fool me. Rats aren't mushrooms. I would like to contend that Ben was pro-poisoning the jockey if he was- A hundred percent. hundred percent. Matter of fact, Ben wanders off. <laughs> we'll let him come up with what he did. Ben wanders. Okay. Is there a way I can catch a rat that would be quick and easy so we can move on? Roll the hit it! You gotta go Ben. I want you to also um, know. Yeah, I want you to also know. You have talked to animal potions on you. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm here, rat. No. No, but she like talk to her and be like this. 
Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I, I will tell them. It was the whole thing we set up last session. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> okay, so I'll use one of my potions okay. and explain to uh, Griffin what I needed to do. Go ahead and use this Griffin voice I've been practicing. Thank you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to make you feel better. I'd feel better <laughs> if you went. Clint, shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> away. But if you eat this, I will go away and you will feel better. Until you eat this, I'm going to stay right here. You feel how you're not breathing? Fine. <gasps> <laughs> Things go everywhere. Do you have like a food thing nearby? Food bucket? Yeah. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big trough. Outside. Yeah, it's a big trough inside. But does he have somewhere that there is food nearby that they, they don't feed them on constant, right? They probably feed them multiple times throughout the day. So the food is stored somewhere. I'm gonna say there's food in there's a trough there with food. Um, because to me, cats and birds can just have food next to them and not eat at all. Okay. I've seen birds have seed, I've seen well, I've not seen Clint have food, but <laughs> Clint like, eats all the food. <laughs> Besides that cat, I've seen cats just not eat all their food. He's true. Okay. Can I still throw the food out of there? The mushroom in Sure. Sure. Are you trying to deceive him thinking it's not a plant? No, I'm trying to make it taste better so he'll eat it. Give me a persuasion. Persuade this griffin that's eating. 20. Plus 4. I hate that 20s. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, so you you uh, coat it all uh, over with his food and you bring it up to his mouth and he knows what you're doing. I want you to know. Yeah, I need you to eat it. Griffin, so he's not like um, but he's also super not smart. Like, mine, instead of a minus four, 3.5. <laughs> uh, he does eat it. Uh, and it just, like, works in his beak. Um, and he eats it and he goes, Leave. I have a race to do tomorrow. Not, you should not race tomorrow. I will race tomorrow. My father before me race. <laughs> his father before him. I'm not gonna argue. The great mighty elm will race. I'm not gonna argue with you, but I am gonna tell you if you race tomorrow, you'll probably die. So just keep that. I race tomorrow and you will die. I will not die. But anyway, have a good day. I'll never. Uh, as you walk out, I'll be just going on and on about how it is his heritage and his honor to win this race. Uh, Hopefully, uh, uh, Griffin has kids so that we can hear his men talk about. <laughs> of your grandfather, you <laughs> It was a great racer! Was. You know. <laughs> uh, you see an egg in the corner for a future episode. <laughs> uh, I assume we would have a live birth. I need to come back to the reproductive system of a mammal, but... I did too! Cool, I'm glad that we're on the same page. Get it on like lines because they like chickens. Fascinating. I love it. I love it. Fantastic. I'm glad you thought about it that far. Um, yeah. uh, he stayed yeah. he knew he had to. Sure. <laughs> he didn't just pick one or the other. Uh, Hannah, you hear uh, uh, up in the rafters, screen, by the way. Do I know what they No, because it's whispering. You didn't say words. Like that, Can I ask them what they're saying? Sure. What do you say? 
are you guys talking? You see two little rats that come over to the edge, and they look at you for a long time. A long time. Rats don't know superheroes. <laughs> and they look at you. They look at you again. They look at you again. Look at my crazy beast. Yes. This is what I do. You have knowledge <laughs> of his fate. I'm not omens. I don't know why I'm speaking like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, so uh, when the rats actually come down to you and uh, they tell you that the great, great mighty beast um, you assume they heard uh, they heard his new owner um, talking about uh, selling him cards. That's what more or less you get from it. I don't want to come up with all the rats and names for all those words. Okay, well, I have nothing that I can do about that. So you're, you're a house member. You do have some authority. Like if like you know Griffin is like all to the guards and Griffin's like. I, it, it's like, a bad light, it's like, not a great line. Griffin's getting kind of chottled. These are just Griffin. It's hard to And Ellen seems to really want to race. Um, you have a very, very good feeling that if he doesn't race, it will really help him. And that is, that will not be good for his health if he gets super agitated and upset. Okay, so I'm going to write a note to the jockey and leave it at his skull, okay. saying that he should not sell him because Griffin, the Griffin wants to race. And then I'm going to go find Ben, who I'm assuming wants to track this guy down, but that, the note is sort of like my my backup plan for if I don't find him with Ben. Ben's yeah, Ben's not here. If you want to get Ben, you can yeah, that's what I'm just thinking. He's experimenting with some mushroom varieties. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Nice. What is this one? Colors everywhere. Existential dread. It's gone. We'll note then. I'm just gonna leave for the the jockey because he doesn't talk to me anymore, and um, tell him that if he keeps the the Griffin, he will win races again. Um, but he doesn't seem to be concerned with that. Like, you keep saying, like, he wants this investment to turn around now. Your idea of future animal health, if you can turn a profit now, I'll buy another animal. Or, you know, you don't even, you don't even want, like, like, actual, like, ending racer. You could have just been spinning this one race, trying to turn it to a profit. If he doesn't do it again, he'll just do something else. He does. Griffin to him is money. If you can't make money off of it, he doesn't. Uh, you grab Ben. Back to Don Carlo or the Carlo Diamond. In the meantime, uh, let's go ahead and bounce over. We're gonna bounce to three last. My bad. Yeah, sure. I don't know where we were at. Sure. Stopping at my house and they told me they didn't have anything for me. We used to go to your house. Yeah, you stopped at your house first because you went with us to watch me because I was like, Are you threatening me? And then they're like, No. Anyway, Chase, go with you next and then follow up by David. What do you want to do? Um, I, I'm not sure because you woke up, right now you're in the carload. Right? Um, am I still hiding under the same table I was? Uh, no, I think we put you. We put you. We were in a room, and uh, Mallory was there too. But you guys were probably catching up for a minute. Um. Well, now I don't really have um, a lead somewhere. David was going to go investigate 
the black robes, so you could just be with David. Yeah, um, I would accompany David because he's a big, strong boy. And yeah. Here it is. Yeah. I, I admire those muscles. I wish that mine were the same. A lot of people do. Yeah. How does your character compare to Ben in real life? <laughs> shorter. Significantly shorter and way less big, but more defined. Okay. What do you do again? <laughs> 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 Listen, I told you guys how to do. Yeah, I'd be accompanying. What is your character's name? Bigsby. Bigsby. I am with Bigsby. Cool. So, what time is it? Uh, let's call it uh, 11 03 a.m. Johnny, I gotta go meet with a client at one. Come with me way up back before we go. And then it's deep. It's weird. Yeah, but they're friars. Yeah, I should yeah sounds good, buddy. Go. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna head up. I'm keeping this much. Okay. Don't you worry. Sounds good. He's not my I just, <laughs> I just, I like, I like that because you have the coward bank thing, which gives people advantage on the attack rolls. And then David's just gonna advantage someone to death. Uh, That's the goal. Yeah. So uh you go with David, you can make points the bank. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. You know, bank guns. Wait, what do you want? Exactly those guns. But from your uh meta knowledge, what David brings me think boomstick. Yeah. Uh yeah, so you get to uh uh Kandarak Bank. It's Perched on top of Thunder Rocket Tower. Thanks, Bull. <laughs> sound like I just made shit up. <laughs> uh, um, before we go inside, we're, we are about to go inside, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we walk inside, I pull out my red bandana and I wrap it around my face. It's my guys are not robbing this bitch, right? What? Oh. Oh shit! Really? Yes. Oh. So we're not robbing, dude. Please. Go in there, guns a blazing. I want you to know I will not help you. Yeah. Alright, okay. He, he takes off the bandana, puts it back in his pocket. Stupid. I told you about immediate time. Oh, fine. Alright. Let's go. I go inside. Is it one? Uh Dave, you go inside. Pink, marble, green, uh, granite, high class pink. So, if you know, in this bank, uh, you know the general layout. So, you're, you guys are going to be in the main person's floor for a while. You guys can go into the vault and on the back and towards the back of the vault. It's very highly, highly, highly secured uh, airship. Uh, it is one of the places in the city that is airship accessible uh, for House Lyrander, who's with House Kuhn large sums of things, items, money, valuables, silks, whatever. Um, you, you guys, I on an enclave of House Lyrander, you got, like, permanent uh, from very just stays in the airship area and oversees shit. He's like a private security guard. It's not security so much, because the shit goes down behind something that is definitely, like, his thing of it, like, that person a call on like the house and you guys can't sit and stone it, it's his call. Um and we're dude. Or just disposable. Uh I don't know, you know. Uh you probably know once you saw. Or until someone asks his name, please don't ask his name, just you're not there yet. I thought you just said we were in there. 
No, that's just know that's uh, okay. you're in the, you've just entered like in uh, the Daphne. Uh, you know Daphne. Uh, Daphne, uh, the Kunduric, uh, the Dwarven Hosmer. Where she's part of the bank. She knows you very well. Morning, Daphne. Afternoon, Daphne. Bigsby, you guys all reach into a cup of coffee. Thank you. Um, do you drink it? Yeah. No cream or sugar. It's fine. You like it black? He's fine with it, yeah. What do you what do you prefer? What do you mean? What do you prefer? How do you prefer coffee? Just because you not <laughs> He's trying to tell you whatever he likes, he doesn't give you, and that's your guys' one little shot. If guys just got cream and sugar. Alright, it is, it is a heat of I want you to know, I just stone face it, don't make any reaction. This is good coffee. Hey, can I get one of them? You know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly sugar. I thought about something in it this morning, but I decided against it. I need to pull your spreadsheet in. I've got a book right here. It's asking the dude's name. Yeah. It's our Dukanis. Daphne told you that. Yeah. Uh, call ahead. It's a little late. And uh, that's to be expected. Yeah, you can go ahead. Start counting some money nice and uh, right from his deposit box. I would like to pull up the... Dude, Dicey Outcomes comes up in Google search, by the way, then. So everyone's... Yeah, that's cool. I'm gonna let him <laughs> type in before it pops up, though. That's Just Dicey Outcomes. Oh, so you have to type the full name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's exactly like, we have, like, 300 likes. Yeah, that's what you were asking. Like, do, like, does it come up after, like, Dicey? If you just put in D and Dicey Outcomes pops up, yeah. that's cool. That's how you know you made it. Yeah. Type in C, this critical role somewhere. We're about to find out. Oh, damn. Losers! A bunch of nerds in the garage. Yes, yeah, so you go in there and uh, you go to, uh, you see all these lines of security boxes. But most of the security safety deposit boxes are real narrow. Think index card size. Yeah. It goes long. It's for the normal person. That's He's got his adult. Keep going and they get a little bigger. They go from index cards to 8 by 11, 8 by 11, box, box, like uh, laptop size. Would like to be known, Johnny, you're still out in the lobby. Yes. You oh, are. You are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I was just thinking, I'm like, I'm a little salty. Daphne didn't get me a cup of coffee. She doesn't know you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you're rocking with Daphne. Uh, if John feels like doing anything in the bank, he could set up a bank account. I could actually role-play him for you. With you. Yo, oh, you are, dude, do a loan. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could walk you through that so hard. Now that you mention it, it's like, Johnny Two Knives would definitely be like, what if I just take out a loan? Johnny Two Knives, never Johnny two knives has no identification to do so. <laughs> True. He's a professional muggler. And so you're friends with, like, a bank employee who yeah, would make just, sure you pay it back. Yeah. Also, David could just probably be like, yeah, humor's like, yeah, <laughs> And he's just looking around right now, trying to be like, who looks the most robbable in this place? A lot! You're <laughs> that rob tingle everywhere. I'm just like, oh, he's I like, told you. You're just hands up twitching. He's like, well, Johnny's alone, so you gotta be quick. So you finally get to Alfred's uh, security deposit box, and by box, I do mean that, like, it's a ball. It, it's not a, not a big ball, but... I don't know, think, think like that power case into the wall. Like, it's a, a tub. It's like a tub. A tub. Out from the wall. Because there's there's multiple on the... Oh, he's got multiple? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's he's got multiple. He does have one. I yeah. think he hit all of his... He pulls out one, and it's 50... There's, uh... This exactly... Roughly! 73 
2,839 gold pieces in this wall. That you know what? What, what the heap? Oh, it goes deep. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's how no, yeah. So I should be thinking like the in the morgue, like maybe. Yeah, that's exactly. More, uh, more things. Yeah. So that makes Af sense. Africa has some money. Um, more. He technically speaking, uh, if you're building a mall, by the way, guys, um, he has almost as much money as like some district are like allowed to have for the whole district. Oh wow! Yeah, he's a rich boy. All right. Chase, how much? Oh, he has a job. It's gonna take you a hot minute. You uh, you uh, you sit and it's a, you actually have a coin um, scooper. A well, it's not a money counter, but it is. It's like a, it's like a French fry scooper, like in McDonald's, mm -hmm. and all the coins fall down into one single slot. And there's a one of those old cat style calculators where those abacus, abacus, but it's magnetically charged from the artifice. So all I have to do is keep going. Like he has to keep going like this. Yeah, gotcha. automatically keeps going. Gotcha. It counts. I just have to scoop for a while. Daphne is also helping you, by the way, because this would have actually taken. So, David, uh, give me a dexterity check to see how fast this takes, <laughs> or how long. 17. All right, use by uh, a few minutes. Yeah, a couple minutes. Like 10. Quick. 50,000 gold. It's pages. pretty good. Uh, you take that all out, and Daphne keeps going, and she has a separate little tin, and you know that's just from purposes. If you withdraw that much money, you get fine. Um, he gets, he gets fine, like, it is a lot. And a thousand gold, by the way, just gone for the I need to update my book, so how much gold do I need to take out? You need to take out uh, 51,000. Uh, Sorry, what's all this money for? Did yeah. I miss something? Uh, this might be a little blocked out. One of David's clients, David has a book, uh, little spreadsheet full of clients. Okay. Called him up and told him about this crazy uh, business opportunity and uh, more or less building guns. Yeah, he, he did oh. guns too. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And he needs you 50 dollars. So are you providing like an investment or are you getting him to withdraw that much you need like a bank? You gotcha. Clear that one Jack does not know about that Jack is a very anti-gun in terms of political stance. That's very okay. He uh they will be anti-gun too. It's about to go <laughs> I'm, gonna say, I'm gonna be very confused yeah. if you're anti-gun when they yeah. haven't been invented yes. yet. We're anti-crossbow at the moment. Uh, Jack's anti-war, so <laughs> that's fair. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. Anti-violence, so. All right. Uh, that all take care of. You have to put it in a like cart. Like you can usually, you guys have to have, like secure transport boxes. Uh, they have everything on there. So you have to like get a wheel cart. Um. Actually, I like this better idea. You have to get multiple, like a, like a cart, and you have multiple of those boxes. Yeah. And how it's traditionally done is you actually handcuff yourself to the box so you can get to the client just for security purposes. You have to get multiple handcuffs that like link them together and daisy chain all oh, the handcuffs no. to you, and you get like three or four on there. Your arm is going before you lose these boxes. Uh, cool. Yeah, and you go out into. One of the main offices that shoot off the wait area and wait for the Buchanan. Yeah. This is last time. You changed it, I think. I did. I don't think it was last time. No, it sure wasn't. I don't know why you changed it. I don't know where it was. Hey, my notes didn't reflect that, so I don't know why I changed it either. 
But I remember that was the one. Because he, once again, was the one of the few to have that kind of money. Cool. Uh, while you're doing that for a hot second, Chase, what are you doing in this bank as a professional criminal? Um, as a professional criminal, I'm looking for the most vulnerable, <laughs> weakest, most elderly person I can find. It's not about where I want to take money. It's about the ease Esther, of which I can get it. Esther Smith. Esther Smith? An 85-year-old human woman, which, in D&D terms, is old. Follow her outside of the building. She's walking her way into the building with a little purse full of money. <laughs> oh, well, I can't do much with that. Um... Uh, yes, sir! I see him as I'm taking the cart to the... Yeah, building. sure, why not? Nothing. She looks over at him, he looks over at her. I'd rather be with the large amount of money we just pulled out of the vaults. If he gets into any trouble, ward. I call over his security guard. Mr. Johnson. Thank you, Matt. Go keep it. Oh boy, I sure will, Mr. Mr. Bigsby. Chase, there is no one right next to you immediately. You look suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Just a security guard that David just picked on you. Um, can I help you? No! <laughs> <laughs> But I can help you however you feel fit. Hey, can, you, can you go get me a cup of coffee? Sure can, boy. Uh, yeah, he leaves him and goes against. <laughs> Good job, Chase. Good job, <laughs> He's new. Um, he's just real happy here. I turned to Esther. Wait, do, you, do you need help counting some of that? Would you like to do a preliminary count? I would love to. I forgot my actual glasses. He has like bottle glasses on right now. I forgot my counting glasses at home. She's Irish now. <laughs> Here it is. Ah, uh, yes. Let, let me let me see uh, this lot of cash you have. <laughs> she uh, hands you her purse and uh, Chase, protect the chicken inside the purse. Uh, Robert. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, Esther. Uh, eighteen. <laughs> Oh, the twist. <laughs> 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 oh, it's back holy! She's, she's actually bankrupt, but she was also scared of the most vulnerable weakest person. Spider-Man being just... This just goes to show you. I don't care how good I can write. There's always better stories. No, so he looks inside the purse and it's just full of old lady stuff from gum, candy. Uh, butterscotch, whatever, uh, extra set of dentures, uh, and a picture of her and her husband and, uh, her kid looks very old and tattered. Uh, you do not notice a wedding ring on her, by the way. She's available! Uh, and she has, I don't know, anywhere between 20 and 50 silver and 20 and 50 gold pieces. I thought I had about 20, 20 gold at least in there, but I can't remember. It's time for you. Um, I'm not going to take the dentures or anything like that. Alright, so let me count to that for you. Alright, we got one, and then it pulls out like two, three, four, five, two. If Mr. Johnson come back. You didn't want to hire like a copy. You just bought it. Okay, 17. What the 
<laughs> this is like the yeah. math for you. Anyway, what? Uh, 17? 17? Uh, yeah. Everyone's bringing your health. And you're, you're gonna count out 20 and pocket the rest? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. Yeah, you count out 20 pieces. Chase, go ahead and add uh, about like 20 gold pieces and 5 silver. Alright, so um, when I do that, I make sure that like all her personal goods end up in your bag all nice and neat like. And as I. What was the security guard's name? John. He's not back. Is it also Jonathan? Yeah. Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson. Oh, okay. I go, ah, just one moment. Uh, Mr. Johnson! Hey, I roll for it. He's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, I walk you up there, and now he's like, oh. Uh, uh, so you go up there, and the bank teller goes, uh, oh, Mrs. Smith, it's good to see you here again today. Oh, yeah, I just got to get out of the house, and this fine young gentleman is helping me out today. And, uh, she points over to you, uh, and the bank teller, like, ah, has that friendly customer service face, but it's definitely like, who are you? Uh, I'm just the guy, I'm just the and, uh, she starts ha uh, giving the bank money, blah, blah, blah. You find out, uh, she's actually kind of a wealthy lady. Uh, this is this today's deposit. I'll be back tomorrow with much more. It's, it's 20 gold. I made sure it was all there. Bank <laughs> <laughs> teller not. That's a weird thing to specify. Yeah. Um, and you help the out. It takes, like, two minutes. Um, after robbing her. Yeah, after you robbed her of 20 gold, which her average person is... Not a little bit of money. Uh, let's see, I'm gonna add that. I need to make a note of that. We'll check to see that happening. Sure. Esther Smith? Yeah. Just so you know, you just get, you can't do anything. I know. Uh, I'm more. Uh, 20. Yeah, you can't. Kelly's talking about her. Um, I, can I get her address, like, off of, on the... Yes! Esther Smith, rich lady address. Okay. Um, that should be all the notes I need to come up with something later. Yeah, because... I was like, oh, that's funny, rob someone. But then I'm like, I feel like Johnny also wants to, like, kind of do something nice. So I think he's like, after this, he's like, all right, I'm going to go get some flowers or something, some chocolate and stuff. With her own money. Yeah, with her own money. Jesus. <laughs> I'll just, like, get her, get her something nice. Yeah. Uh, by this point, he walks away. Uh, she passes an older uh, human man uh, who had glasses, uh, one of those, like, weird Harvard safari hat things, and... Uh, Colonel Mustard has a higher person. Uh, uh, okay. He's on his way in. And uh, as she leaves, uh, Johnson comes back with just armloads of coffee. There's like at least five or six cups of coffee. He's like, I don't know how you take your coffee, but this one has cream, this one has sugar, this one has cream and sugar, this one has nothing, this one has mostly cream, this one mostly sugar. The, the customer service of this place is outstanding. Johnson, thank you for the coffee. I, I like try to take as much as I can. Some of it. Let me help you out. He starts just like putting coffee like where it fit in your arms and stuff. Acrobatics check. Acrobatics check. It's hot. <laughs> Enough. I'm better at athletics. <laughs> that is. Oh god. Uh, nine. What class are you again? Rogue. He also nice. Not a lot skills on you. Oh, but he does. Um, Chase, take 1d4 minus 2 damage of hot coffee. Oh, minus 2, okay. Oh, well, no, you're yeah. fine. It, it's on his clothes. Okay. It, it cools off. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Johnson, you mind helping Miss Esther Smith just get out of here? I don't know. Put her on a bus somewhere? 
What's what? <laughs> oh, you mean a psycho? Yeah, get her a taxi to somewhere in town. Um, yeah, he wants her. Uh, cool. Chase is done. Uh, David. Africa. over. It's good to see you again. Definitely not, but look, Mr. Man. I'm seeing something off again. Sick, I'm you don't mind. I would like to count him. Absolutely. Yes, we've taken the taxi. I'm just well, yeah, he's here, though. I yeah, you guys are in the private room. But actually, like, yeah, he'll start unbuckling mm-hmm. everything and he starts counting on his own. I just, this one, this one, I can't say the word. Oh, he's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's going to revolutionize everything. It's. It, it's easy. I recommend you both also do it as well. But uh, obviously, I, I, we can't. I know me. I feel it. It's for watch. Uh, okay. Uh, for watch. For watch. Wait, just uh, stay uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everyone's dreading. Daphne's wiping her glasses down. Uh, that's a, it's a sensitive design. We have two different possibilities. I personally do not know which way it's going to go. Um, one, very chemical reaction. You put a rock down, you, you pull the trigger, explosion happens, rock goes out. Very fast. That's Other ideas. Yeah. This one's going to take a while, so uh, we're going to start the chains. We're going to put it down the instead. You hit a trigger, which means Jim's still hand trip. Hand trip your own. There, how's my sock? Or how's my Cantrip. By the way, I don't know if the DD NPCs would call them cantrips. Cantrip. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you big where I know what the cantrip is. Yeah. So, uh, basically, what he's proposing to you is uh, he's uh, trying to develop either A, normal guns, or B, uh, elemental magic. Uh, I just don't know which one to go after just yet, and, uh, one's getting easier, less expensive, but one's just uh, obviously better. If I may insert the meme of the little Mexican girl, why not both? Blanca, uh, uh, what does she say? <laughs> I just know it means why not both. I... Porqueto of us, or what is it? Porqueno los dos? Is it something like that? Okay, no dos. 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 Just to be straight and be uh, part of all So I'm gonna make a roll right now, which means gonna do odds goes for uh oddball guy even to go. She can't tell us straight besides. No. But I mean uh if it's no it's go deliver this uh to uh Karnoff. Uh Karnoff here's a map. So uh Sharn's here. 
Karnoff is over here. Big yeah. Like he'll yeah. Like a week or two. Yeah. Um, that's where he's going to be his base of operations. Um, it is not uncommon to go to Karnoff to make anything if it has any kind of in it. Because Karnoff has a lot of birds, and uh, their main source of labor are zombies. Zombie lumberjacks. Um, we will be going there soon. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to go ahead and uh, procure one of your guys' airships. You have like two or three almost at all times. Um, it's just easy to use your talk for a second. He's going to get okay, so I, I feel like dude, this rich has to send yeah. airship. Yeah, if you would be so kind to tell me uh, with the logistics and everything in the uh, air bomb, I'm sure Jason here has a cool day. I appreciate you coming down to unlock the vault. Uh, I didn't tell you, and I should have. Uh, the vault, all the vaults are locked to either A, the client, or B, the client's uh, house. So only you can unlock uh, the vaults. Gotcha. Um, David, you do know um, you have a few clients who have requested vaults underground, which are very far down, and those take both you and the client to unlock. Yeah, so that's all you need to do. He's pretty self-sufficient. He just needed you to get the money. Yeah. Um, and Daphne to set up the logistics and everything. Uh, he does tell you to be in contact with me to get the rest of it. Um, he doubts it. Um, yeah, that's all you need to do. Good job. Good. Hey, you work two hours today. That's pretty normal. Banker. That's a banker. Uh, I walk out. What did you steal, Johnny? Chase. Oh, oh. Yeah, about, about five cents. Yes. Not much. I'm not gonna take it from you. I I got fifteen. No. How much? Just twenty. Twenty gold. Yes. What was your name, Esther Smith? I go up to the one of the tellers and say, "There was a." Miss, not a mishap, but a uh, mistake in the account. That's right, check everything! No, not your, no, I'm your, <laughs> she gets real not on your end. Okay, but yeah. can you credit uh, Miss De- Mrs. Esther Smith with 20 gold? I come back out. You owe me 20 gold, Johnny. Well, pay her. Pay her. That really sucks. <laughs> um, Alright. <laughs> just pulls out 20 gold, puts it in your hand. Thank you. This is like, when, does that, like, give, give me anything? No. That's what we call in the biz. Money. <laughs> <laughs> Even though nobody gained any money. No one gained any money, but it did change hands and it did get washed. Um, it's washed. It's it's washed. washed. It did get washed. You know, it. <laughs> uh, cool. So, uh, you guys have all that at the bank, uh, and you guys are able to go and try to figure out what is going on with these prior. I took a note on that I need, wanted to go investigate the prize. I can't remember why. They were the guys who were attacking us on the airship. Uh, attacked Mallory and harmed uh, Don Carlos and and that's where he wants that particular person. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys, when at this point, spend enough time to are aware of recent quote unquote magic repairs that happened. There's a lot. I can't remember where you told us. Told me I needed to go to investigate those guys. Spoiler for future episodes. Um, episode one, 
didn't record well. <laughs> I think it was at Sovereign Towers. I think Or was it High Hope? Hey, what? Whoever made the chart book, um, just listen. Just let me read it. <laughs> Make it easy. There we go. Oh, dude, look how easy it was for me to find in my the way it's supposed to be written. Cool. Yeah, uh, you go to. Yeah, that's why you can it. It's one of the upper wards, or the. That ward's, uh, middle ward's, uh, temple district. Temple district, yeah. thank you. Yeah. That's why I was saying it was either that or high Yep. Temple districts. Cool. Yep, you can head there. Uh, Cathedral of the Cleansing Flame would probably be your best bet. Okay. Uh, it's a big old church. Good job. Alright, so the Cathedral? Yeah. I've heard there's many stuff in cathedrals. Let's question them first. If they're the ones that attacked us, then you can steal shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, that way, uh, you three. You, it's Did you guys come back to the Carlo Diamond? I would assume yeah, so. Yeah, we were cool. leaving. What's your game plan? Uh, calling him. As as we uh walk back, um, I'm gonna consult my 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 friendly bodyguard. That's Darcy. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have a thing, and you can't read the thing. What about this mobile wallet? I'm gonna pull out this paper. Oh. I can't read it? You can't read it. I'm gonna hand it to you. It looks like a bunch of gibberish to you. Did you write it down? I'm looking at it right okay. now. Um, and, uh, well, it says, the dragon warehouses are not safe, which, like, obviously, like, that's not new information. Letting you know. I think somebody's threatening me because, like, you're my bodyguard and that's your job. I'm not concerned. It's. <laughs> but I'm not concerned. I just seems like an obvious threat. To me, personally, seeing as they just threatened me. To my face. So I'm giving you this little piece of nonsense paper. For you. <laughs> it's Darcy. This little piece of nonsense. <laughs> it takes a nonsense paper and I double check that I can't read it. You can't read it. It's, it's literally just gibberish. What is it? Um, it says... A plain piece of parchment that appears to have gibberish on it. Uh, you do not reckon there's no signature or mark and the handwriting is not familiar. Can you read it? I can read it. Why can you read it? Uh, one of our fans, uh, Colin, had a choice to make a pick a player and they picked a mm-hmm. To read gibberish? Maybe someone should give you next time you want to People are like, well, she come on. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to edit this part out. Darcy and David lost their shit when uh, I was like telling everyone to check the Discord because that's how he like messaged it. Lost their shit. What was my favorite one? I think was David. David's like, I read your blog post, which was like he just spouting nonsense in the Discord. Oh, that was you. Yeah, it was like a page worth of just nonsense gibberish about my inner thoughts of bumping. <laughs> What's the code? <laughs> it was good. It was good. We we stressed everyone out for a, a good hot minute. So JB is handing this piece of paper to you as a bodyguard to deal with because uh, they don't care. Can I? <laughs> they are they are so used to receiving threats that they're just like. Sorry, right, Colin. <laughs> you, you, you got two for one on that one. 
No. I'm basically pawning my problem off to the person I paid. <laughs> Is that the, the dragon mark houses are not safe? Yes, that's, that's what all it's it, The dragon mark houses are not safe. There's so many different dragon mark houses. Yeah, yeah, one. This is why this is now your problem. Problem. I pay you to handle the problems that seem like threats so that I can handle the problems that do not seem like threats. You can do this for me, and it's like count the sand. Like, <laughs> I, I am taking this problem, which was given to me, and I'm now gifting it to you. You're allocating your resources. So much, Captain. A good leader does not micromanage. They, uh, delegate. the world and delegate. I'm not going to micromanage how you handle this situation. Okay. So, I'll take care of it. I handed it off. All, I'm writing it down. So all it says is the dragon mark houses are not safe. They do it. Obviously. So funny. So funny. I'm putting a face in it. says handle it. Uh, cool. So you guys are doing that. Okay. Carlo? Yep. Uh, so no. This, this interaction just happened to us like walking back to the, the Carlo Diamonds. It wasn't like a secure location. I just pulled it out of my pocket and was like, oh, this happened? Here is your spot you were now. I don't give you a hand. Just roll a die for no reason. I hate when you do that. Me too. You gotta do it at the end. I keep telling the You guys are at the Carlo Diamond. And uh, uh, Don is nowhere to be seen. The only people out and about seems to be Angela, Sandra. Booths or like more secure, like sitting areas. It's like yeah. So the Carlo Diamond. So by the way, um, you guys should probably have not been able to get it. Carlo Diamond. You have to. You can get in Texas. Come and go as you please since you're staying there. Uh, because how the how the club works. There's a club. Uh, in the middle, dance floor, stage, to the left, bar, kitchen area, the midnight room. Um, and to the right, sending, like, uh, seating area. So people who want to drink, casually talk, watch the dance, watch the performance. It's, it's a, kind of like a... Yeah. I want to say, say kind of like theater seats, but it's, it's separated by, like, little cubicles and, like, seating area. So it's kind of like a dinner theater. Yeah! Dinner theater! Thanks, Anna! Um, and then on the upper floor, there's an elite balcony that the VIPs sit in and stuff. So yeah, there's plenty of there's no one here, really. There's the, there's a few of the uh, no name work that you ask them their games one through one, two, three, etc. Um, yeah, uh, Sandra, Angela, oh, and uh, Pamela was out there. Uh, they're out of to certain operations and stuff. So yeah. Oh, yeah, to be clear, I only gave it a TV. I know. I just ignored my advisor. This is not a political situation. This is a possible threat to my person. Delegated to bodyguard, not delegated to political advisor. I'll just say, if you can't understand what it says, she says, there we go. It says, the dragon bar house is not safe. I thought you were educated. Can you not read it? 
Stupid isn't one of them. Good talk, Mac. That's fair. That's fair. So you can't read it. No. Oh, this. Uh, presumably magic. You do magic y things. I'm going to take the piece of paper from you and like wave it and notice me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of the rips. There's the public. We look like a well-sophisticated, like, level person's got their leadership shit together. Advisors got their shit together. Bodyguards are intimidated. The three of us together just turned into, like, three idiots. So we all know each other that long. We're that friend group that has to be professional and sometimes for most of the time it's just like, that. I've been filled in, I've been filled in on this. I'm the threat situation. I'll figure it out. Cool. Now that you guys uh, successfully decoded a message, explained out with some foreground knowledge, or uh, uh, foretelling, uh, what are you guys going to do now? Do you have any plans for today? Any political wanderings you need to do? People you said talk that You to... said that no one had really, the, the incident that had happened, the incident that had happened in the, the town square or whatever it was, that was the starter episode mm-hmm. with Cat. no one had really done anything with that. I don't even think my character knows that. Leadership-wise. This is a question for Ian, so. I'm sorry. I'm no, no, I one bit. Uh, you said earlier, so the, the incident that happened in town, that was like the, the big attack. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, nothing like, nobody had done anything leadership-wise with it, correct? It, it, it's very fresh. Uh, it's kind of like everyone trying to, like, whoever's in charge of that word, or in that district. I would love to tell you who the person's in charge of that is, uh, even around that before. Um, they're going to be the There is a huge one in uh, Trade Fair. How long did that happen? Like a couple days, in fact. So, maybe good to make an appearance. Right around when we all entered town. Yes. So we're going to wander in that direction. I would also like to find an artificer on the way. Uh, just any old artificer or house Anna specialized? Um, I would like to find an artificer that I can use to cast a spell on all of my butts that I'm using out. You want them to do that artificer thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can find one of those guys. Um, that's pretty easy. What do you want? Maybe do? like the few buttons. No. That would be, be great. As you guys kind of trying to go and to uh, leave, uh, you notice two relatively well-dressed people come into the Carlo Diamond. Guards, guards, like guardsmen. Um, one's a tall human, the other is a shorter female of a short race. Um, as they come over, you notice that Pamela, Sandra, and uh, Angela all come over to greet them and they start uh, conversing. Um, you roll perception. You guys are kind of, I, I put you guys kind of away from them. Um, Discussing the new private. Um, I got an 18. 18? Um, I'm gonna. You're, you're, uh, figure it out real quick. Uh, the guards are talking to, uh, uh, the three women, and they are, uh, they're like, you know, they're no blue, the guards are like, you know, their things. And, uh, they're both really talking, and they're really going to them. Um, Sandra looked. I'm gonna stab in front of her. Um, and was the orc woman? Uh, yeah. 
Uh, so uh, the guards nod and walk their way towards the guys. Walk behind them. And uh, the guards approach you. Darcy first. <laughs> this terrifying first. Um, the first guard goes, Greetings. Uh, Godsman Matt is my name. Matthews. Uh, I don't prefer to give out my first name. And this is uh, my mentor today, uh, Detective Gully. Uh, Ira. Uh, he, he nods at you. Any of you, you two? Oh, they're head shaving. Yeah. in front of them. Uh, hello. I help you. Matthew explains, we're under, truth be told, this is out of our jurisdiction currently, but we were just happened to be in the neighborhood coming back from a, and he, he sighs, band practice, and, uh. Suspicious. <laughs> band practice, and we are. Investigating a stagecoach hijack. We don't have very many leads, but the per, the suspects have last been seen in this area right around the five, six, seven of you showed up at the car. There are only three of us here. They're, they're part of the group. David, David, yeah, but you guys all probably died. I did not. No. Roughly the same time. I was thinking murder. <laughs> That's fair. So I guess there are people in on the You do have to know anything about that. We, the leads are short, leads are sparse. Um, one stage forever died. Uh, Chase killed him. To be fair, this to be fair, killed him, but Chase walked it along. Uh, and there was reports of the Emerald Claw and um, Blades of the Jack's gonna stop and like kind of like tap where somebody he's like, ah, yes, um, Captain Jack Barger, I'm uh, running for council position in uh, the, the upper ward. Um, yes, there was an attempted uh, stagecoach jacking. I do believe that it turned into a broader political assassination, and I'm gonna hold my hand out to just like reference this like, paper that he's talking about. I was like, I received a death threat earlier today, um, and it was on this page, but so it's very possible that the uh, Emerald Conflict or the shorter woman immediately grabbed me. Cool. Um, I'm going to say, yes, the, the all of the people that attempted to uh, kill us, it's very possible it was a political assassination because um, my candidate had the type of money to, or my the type of money to pull off such an endeavor, and um, I do think that I'm a, a bit of a threat to their standing at the moment. I do have a lot of support. Mark, Mark, the Martha. So as you say that, uh, Guardsman writing all that down in his little guards sort of hand. Don't mention Chase at all. I know. Good. Uh, <laughs> don't tie you, fucker. No way that one Jack wants to be tied to Chase. Yeah. Two, there's absolutely no way that they believe that Chase is in any way, shape, or form would have been hired to kill them. He's just not confident enough. Just not confident enough. What would you do, Chase? This is a non-threat. He's, he's just a non-threat. Gosh, a kobold. There's a kobold in a big I city. I forgot that. <laughs> uh, cool. So, Gars and Matt, write all that down. Uh, Detective Gullity's looking at the paper. 
Uh, she looks okay. I, I can't read any of this. What does this even stuff mean? Um, to me, it reads the dragon mark are not safe. What's um, it mean? Points over to Nova. We think it's magical. No, nobody else seems to be able to read it. Ah. Uh, Lied and said the dragon mark house. She's a terrible, terrible liar. It would have gone very poorly. Uh, What you're saying is I can't make you roll this after There were no lies told. Sorry, I have to, I have to go through like eight different thousand of those because we're in the car and I have to. Sure. I just think it's funny that you use your beeping sound every time you do it. It's very jazzy. He does that. It's from, he does that. It's from a heavy. It's from a heavy metal band, and I don't know which song. Anytime it is. he's trying to like recall something, he makes that noise. I used to have a professor who would do. I swear, this is less boring here at moment. I just gotta make sure. There we go. Uh, so you, uh, say, you say it's magical, right? Um, Detective Golly, a female gnome. Do you mind if I take, see if I can't get from House, House Civis to decode this? You like to take a note that says that the dragon marked houses are dangerous to a dragon marked house? This note says, just refreshing you since you declare that it's magic, I'd like to go find out if it's something from House Civis. Uh, as they say that, uh, Sandra wakes uh, up and says, Monica works here. She was a member of House of Us. I'm sure I can go wake her up and you can do it right now. Uh, AKA, hey, love me, guard. Love me. Let me help you get these possible criminals out of here. Uh, they don't think you are, but. Uh, and Gully uh, says, that would be great. Um, and Sandra walks off. Uh, Matthews is still taking notes and everything. Uh, it's, I, it's like I have to figure out what I wrote down from my notes there. I have to figure out everyone's motives and everything in this room. And that is hard. Just give all sorts of general appearances. Uh, Detective Gully, all known, red hair, small nose, red gnome, uh, which is a normal sized person nose. I'm like a tower. You are like, yeah, you could just like, and, and crush. Uh, Detective Matt is actually uh, a pretty good looking half uh, elf looking dude. Uh, thing that's going uh, not for him, a huge face scar that is like deep crimson red, in the border of which is like almost face scar. But this one was like, chemical. Um, in the certain lighting, you say it probably like changes lighting and whatnot, and it looks right. So he's right all that down. He goes, Thank you for your cooperation. Um, if, if you don't mind, one more question. Uh, what, what are you all doing in town? I, I know Jack Carter here is the. And he, uh, he opens up his uh, like hotel and he has one of your buttons on him. Um, uh, I don't know if that's about me, but it's a very good one. So I'm going to shake shake his hand. Uh -huh. like, oh, well, I, I appreciate it. We put a lot of work into them. <laughs> Just as much work as I will put into uh, putting the city on, on the right track and improving lives for all citizens. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love your butt. Uh, that's what he's doing. Um, and Dad is immediately going to cut him up and turn to the door. Give me Would you like a person as well so that you two can uh, you're, match? You're going to say, or you did, you uh, a politician. Well, you're a sleazy politician, right? Uh, give me a... 
What knowledge? What history? history? That one. Religion. Geology. Yeah. Sure. Pretty much history, religion, and me. Give me a knowledge history. Yeah. Uh, Thirty twenty. Thirty twenty. Uh, you can tell just the way from the way he dresses, kind of like his. I don't want to say accessories, but just like he has an earring, he has a small bracelet or gold ring. Uh, you can pretty much easily tell. And as a uh, politician, you can just get a vibe. This guy was Siri. That Siri was probably his home country. Um, him being displaced um, and openly not only, but having one of the buttons. That could be something that, um, you know, building something back. A lot of Tyrans would really like that. They have nothing to go towards, so they might as well build something back. Um, so, with that... He does this, his, his boss, the door tick button for me. No, he actually just smiles and goes, I don't like buttons. No, I say dwarf. Sorry, no, the no one says, I don't like buttons. Most of you guys, if you, like, takes it and, like, it's like a, this size button, a normal person for her, it's like this. She's like, it just... Okay, oh, well, if we have multiple sizes, I'm gonna pull them out. We are an inclusive... Make a d20 roll. I don't know if you have multiple sizes. Make a d20. Just straight d20. Higher the better. 15. Alright, you got a new size button. <laughs> it's an inclusive platform, thank you very much. Oh, Besides, it definitely takes a button for me and puts it in one of her pouches. Uh, thank you. Um, I, I wish you luck in your uh, endeavor. Thank you. I wish you luck in all of your life's endeavors as well. Anyway, <laughs> like I said, I'm done. <laughs> That's enough politician for me today. Uh, definitely kind of sick. Matthew's like, this is kind of a local celebrity uh, kind of thing. Uh, Monica uh, comes down, and Monica is also another note. Uh, she uh, used to. Uh, I'm not going to tell you guys now. Um, She's just an average-looking woman, but put her in a known body. Uh, she looks very sleep-eyed, and the clothes she has on definitely looks like something you would just like, hmm, kind of just like slip into. And she's a little sleepy. Like, what, 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 what do I need to read? Totally uh, hands her, uh, and she goes, Ugh. It's this gibberish in my eyeballs. After she wakes up, it, she, uh, she has to prove it. So, uh, this has a very special magical ability, which is they can write and read um, only words written by other House Civis members. This is a very special ability. It is very good for passing off codes and stuff like that. And um, she does it. Uh, her eyes glow blue uh, very faintly. And as it does, you see the words of the paper come up. I guess so, uh, they would be symbols. Come up. And they just start mashing. They just start. It's like it's almost like a computer was coding something. Um, it is magical rune. She's spinning and ciphering. Uh, and after a while, what looks to be like it was settling on something. Uh, and once it gets to the end, it just spins, 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 and then the whole thing uh, falls apart. She's, hmm. If it is magic, then it's something past the my mark to do. Uh, if you truly want to take it up, some of a major work, they can maybe do a little more than I could, but. Um, Jack's gonna turn and look at, um, Gully and Matthew, right? Yeah. Um, so what I'm hearing is serious threats. Yes? Serious threats, not, uh, big, big money translation type of threats, not, like, volatility. Give me. What is your... 
my investigation? Yeah, what is your word investigation? Two. Roll that. Uh, 17. Golly? <laughs> Professional at this! Uh, with her uh, advantage and her super good investigation check, she rolled a eight. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he keeps like trying to like, yeah, and it's just like, God damn, this is perfect size for me. Trying to be just here. Maybe is she uh, definitely gives you a sketchy eye look, and she's trying to like draw some lines and conclusions, but she doesn't really know how to do it in her normal uh, detective manner. Uh, if you had guessed, because of your investigation check, she is trying to think of how did someone who has such a sophisticated code give it to you and you alone. Uh, so she is now thinking your suspicions is on you have this kind of thing. Um, but she doesn't say anything. And, uh, uh, Garth Matthews, uh, says, thank you all. Uh, if you see any, anything else about that stagecoach, um, also I'm sure you all heard about the attack in Trade Fair. We're also actively working on that as well. Um, cool. I'm they, they oh, you said you were coming from band practice, so, uh, what do you play? Are you, did your band only hire you? Yeah, you see, uh, you say that, and uh, as he turns around, you see a big square sack looking thing. Uh, and uh, give me a perception check. Anyone who's in the room who wants to. Seven, Seven. Nineteen. 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 As he walks, you hear a very low, very low. I cannot stress that enough. It is an accordion in his backpack. And he, uh, Eyes and he's like Gully with a very bright smile talking about his. He plays the accordion. Um, what? I did. Uh, delighted. Like, oh, do you do impromptu sessions? Let's jam and just have a little banjo at the fair. Ready to go. <laughs> Part of it is the poor, like, that little shaker. Um, uh, Matt, Matt goes, ah, uh, Barta, I'd love to, but me and Gully. And Gully goes, we have nothing to do the rest of the day. I'm gonna look at Dolly, like, super Delightful! Come back through Let's go! He, uh, cannot think of a, a reason to get out of this. And he, uh, begrudgingly plays an impromptu, uh, session with a banjo and an accordion. Siri, they're most known for their percussion instruments. So, drums, cymbals, um, stuff like that. So, he is just sitting there with this accordion, and it's just a look of pure hatred, uh, regret, uh, trying to fake his own death, if you can puke on the spot, anything and everything to get out of this. I'll follow your lead. Cool. <laughs> he does not want to play the accordion at all. <laughs> uh, he's able to maybe come up with a few notes, of course. Uh, like, okay, do a performance check. Holy shit! Nat, nat 20 and my performance is a plus 5, so that's basically 5 all day. I also got a nat 20, yeah. but he has advantage, and he rolled a 2. Oh. <laughs> so, for a split second, it was the most beautiful uh, Italian S in the moon, hit your eye accordion start, and it is just from there. Uh, after about 5 minutes of humiliation and him just absolutely hating his life, uh, Gully does say we do have to get back to the station and report this, even if we are off duty. Um, 
to uh, have you sleep. Don't worry. Everybody starts somewhere. I'd rather start nowhere. <laughs> well, then why don't you switch instruments? Uh, I, I, I would love to. I was like, here, I have a horn, and I can hear, I have, or I have a pan flute, or I have a bouldrant. Like that as well. Uh, none of those are percussions, so okay. he, is it really? He eyes that He eyes that Well, he goes, we don't need that in our hand. We only needed an accordion. And she smiles very proudly up at Matthews and goes, you are good for a second. It's okay. What, what do you play then? Are you the lead? A piano. You can't transport those too easily, can you? Uh, she, she very plainly looks at his accordion and goes, no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Polly, the gnome plays tuba. Nah, happy hour. I need to. So, pull the bed. Is what I feel. Is that a thing? Saying it right? There are soprano trumpets, but there are no and soprano trombones. Hey, one of the energy crystals of this manifesto in the city with flying cars uh, <laughs> makes it a falsetto trumpet. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Ah, ah, squirm, squirm, man, geek, squirm. I'm pretty confident it's something to realize that Matthew, with the band, is me. In band. You were like, if Darcy had a shake with her, didn't include Maggie as you have no problem. Maggie, give me a, just give me a dick roll. 17. You make an eye contact dead stare with Matthews. And he, uh, the stare confused, I want to die. And you look at him and go, You're definitely <laughs> Anyway, I'm very supportive of Matthew. Alright, cool. So with that, you guys are free to go. If you want, just for ease of... Uh, and they give it back. They kept it. Uh, because if uh, uh, a regular house uh this person cannot decode it, they need a greater one. And that, that goes, oh shit, this is kind of... This is kind of complicated. You guys want for the sake of gaming and ease, um, everyone decide to meet up at the Sovereign Towers to yes. uh, work on this Don Carlo? Yes. I think that's fair. You guys have been all there? Cool. I am going to say uh, you do get there uh, first, followed by Hannah pretty quickly. So we'll we'll with the narcoleptic bed. With the narcoleptic bed. <laughs> uh, robots can sleep on. Okay, there you go. Right. What happens when another person misses who's not a robot? They explode. They die. So weird. Dicey Outcomes Framework Scheme is an unofficial fan content permitted under the fan content policy. Portions of the material used are properties of Wizards of the Coast. Dicey Outcomes Framework Schemes has not been endorsed or sponsored by Wizards of the Coast.